What should be the attitude of God's servants called to his ministry? And how should those ministers be treated by the congregation of believers? This is the topic we have been examining in the New Testament section of the Heavenly Authority series. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and this radio broadcast is Shi'ar Jeshub. Coming to you from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the sermons of my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. In the current message, Pastor has been teaching both from Matthew chapter 16, where Jesus warns his disciples to take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees, and from Matthew chapter 23. In Matthew chapter 23, the Lord says in verses 8 to 12, reading from the New King James, But you do not be called rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you are all brethren. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. And do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ. But he who is greatest among you shall be your servant, and whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Pastor Greg described how the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees had spread into the Christian church. And after discussing the Matthew 23 era in the older Catholic and Orthodox churches, when we left off, he was shining light on the Protestant and Evangelical versions of this leaven. As we return to the sermon, let me take a moment to remind you about our church website at www.shiarjashub.org. Here now is Pastor Greg Scalzo. There are common Protestant versions of this leaven and evangelical versions of this yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. I think of, uh, of one believer saying to another, you know, those Catholics are a cult. They call their leaders father. And that's wrong. Reverend Jones told us so. Reverend. What Miriam Webster's 11th Collegiate Dictionary defines it, worthy of reverence, revered, Reverence, honor or respect, felt or shown, deference, especially profound adoring, awed respect, the state of being revered, revered to regard as worthy of great honor. Random House says, worthy to be revered, veneration, entitled, entitled to reverence. Respect tinged with awe. It's all encompassed by that word reverend. Now consider Matthew 23. But you do not be called rabbi, for one is your teacher. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father. Okay, the Catholic Church has that wrong. 
Do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ. If the word reverend was being commonly used by the scribes and Pharisees of that day, what do you think? You think the Lord might have included it in that section? Great honor. We see the speck in our brother's eye, but we don't see the plank in our own eye. Friends, there's nothing that, that you should reverence in me. You revere, you give reverence to God Almighty. That's the way the Lord Jesus taught us. You are all brethren. We're all brothers and sisters. Let me be clear about something. I sometimes I'll receive mail for the church and it'll say, Reverend Scalzo. I don't sit down and start writing back to him saying, you know, you shouldn't call me Reverend. Uh, if I'm on the green on Memorial Day, like I was last year, to give the invocation, and the commander introduces me as he did Reverend Scalzo, I don't break the holiness of the moment by turning around and chastising him for using that title. Why? Because he's doing what he was taught is proper to show respect for God and his servants. And it would be unwise of me to make someone feel ashamed for trying to do that which is right and proper. He's showing respect toward God and God's ministers, which is a lot better than the average attitude today in the streets. You don't, you don't make such an issue out of it that you go overboard. But to you, to the church where I pastor, to those believers hearing the sermon, this is not a title we as God's servants should desire or encourage or crave. But there are men of even evangelical churches that do desire it. And they do love and crave the places of honor and the greetings of the people on the streets, reverend, reverend, feeling that somehow they're more valuable to be held up higher than the rest, loftier than the rest. And when they exalt themselves in that way, the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees has spread to them as well. Authority must be recognized in the body of Christ, but at the same time all, all true believers are called to be priests of God, all having the mind of Christ, all called to reflect with unveiled faces the glory of the Lord. Pastor. Now, Patty, if you listen to the radio program, will introduce me as Pastor Greg on the program. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Paul, Peter, all the servants of the Lord, they all acknowledge their ministries. There are ministries in the churches. I have been called to pastor this assembly. I am the pastor the minister of Shia Jeshub Christian Tabernacle. As such, I have certain authority on how things are conducted, what things are taught, and I have certain, a lot of responsibilities before the Lord for the task he's called me to. And it's proper, and it's probably very smart for the children to call me Pastor Greg 
because it teaches them respect for the church and for the office of the pastor. And it's proper for you to introduce me to others as the pastor of Shia Jeshub Christian Tabernacle. And there's nothing wrong if you call me Pastor Greg. And there may be times where it's appropriate, but I don't believe there's a person in this room that's uncomfortable calling me simply Greg. Right? I don't need the title to justify the calling. It's an office I hold, but I don't need to be rabbi, rabbi, teacher, teacher, even pastor, pastor. Because we're all brethren, and in this room we are all sincere friends. And that's the way Jesus meant it to be. Many years back, when we first started the church, there was a Christian woman, a Christian couple, um, and she knew all the, um, all the terminology, all the proper born-again terminology, and she had a very little Christian voice, very, very little, extra little Christian voice. Women, Christian women are supposed to have little voices, right? I tell my wife that all the time. <laughs> But this, she was extra little. It was pastor, 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 pastor. And, you know, we got to know them after a while. I said, just call me Greg, you know. Pastor, pastor. And I remember being on, like it was yesterday, on the Guilford Green. She had a Christian husband. They were having difficulties. They wanted us to talk to them. We were sitting on the lawn. It was a Sunday afternoon, and we had the Bible open. And I'm trying very hard to, to talk about the holiness of marriage from the Scriptures. And I got to something she didn't like. And fast, I'll never forget it, the first thing I said she never liked, listen, Greg. You know, for the little pastor, 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 pastor. Um, ministers should learn that it's far better to have true love and the sincerity of the brethren in the Lord than all the false exaltations and the thin veneer of praise that is destined to crumble because they're not founded on the foundation of the new covenant in Jesus Christ. Those who are brothers and sisters in the Lord who will pray for you and stand with you. That's the most important thing anyone in any service to God should want. And all the rest is just show and unnecessary. There shouldn't be these layers. It's not good for those that are placed in authority. It's not good for those who are benefiting from the ministry because you're lifting someone up unnaturally. And in some churches, the people feel relieved of their burden. Well, I've done my religious duty. I've gone to church on Sunday. He's taking care of that or that group of servants. They minister to God, and I don't have to do anything. When we are all called to be brethren. Some have public ministries. Some have private ministries. But we are all brothers and sisters in the Lord. I am the pastor, the shepherd of this church, Shia Jashub Christian Tabernacle. But I am not the pastor the shepherd of your souls. Let me tell you about one who is. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 21. For to this you were called, because Christ, Jesus Christ, also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously, who himself, Jesus, bore our sins in his own body 
on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd, the pastor, and overseer of your souls. Jesus is the only shepherd and overseer of your souls. And when in any church, be it an old church, be it a new born-again church, someone is being set up that is becoming the shepherd of your souls, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. There is the office of teaching. We read about that in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. And we'll read about it when we do the study later on in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 12. I have, I believe, the gift of teaching, though I do it sometimes with very stumbling lips. And the Lord prophetically made it known 23 years ago. And Shia Jashub is primarily a Bible teaching ministry. There's a lot of things we can't do because we're small, but we teach the Word of God. But I'm not the teacher, nor is any other man or any other woman. Only one is your teacher, the Christ. I can make mistakes, I can be wrong, and so can any other. But Jesus is never wrong. The Lord is never wrong. And while he will anoint teaching ministries, and he will use us to edify as we submit ourselves and listen carefully, ultimately, you must learn from him. Join Pastor Greg on the web for serious Bible study. The address is www.shiarjashub.org. And may the Lord bless you as you serve him.